Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, welcome Habit Thrivers to this last meditation episode for the month of August episode number nine. If this is your first episode, when you get a chance, if you'd like, I'd like to encourage you to go back through the episodes for the month of August as they do connect and they do progress. Last week, I had a wonderful experience during my meditation of having a guest come in and be part of the practice at the beginning of the recording. So it might make you laugh and it's actually a really good reminder that particularly when we are outside doing a meditation practice we don't have a lot of control around sounds and sights or particular creatures coming into your meditation practice so have a look there if you like now that recording is on my YouTube channel and I have that link in the show notes. I go live Friday mornings at 7 a.m. with a meditation practice and this goes on I'm going to say almost 365 days a year every Friday morning at 7 a.m. and then I upload those uh, live meditations to a playlist on my YouTube channel so that if you don't use Facebook then they're all going to be there and it's actually really handy because you can go back through past meditations as well and not to worry for those of you who have been motivated by this focus on meditation for the month of August I'm going to have some some tips and some ideas around making your meditation a habit whether it's a weekly or a daily habit or just noticing when the opportunity arises for you to be able to welcome meditation into your day or into your life. I am considering the month of November as being another great month to come back to a series on meditation because in November again it's a little bit of a transition month I would say and doing a meditation practice and having those tools in our toolbox for the month of December which can be challenging in both a positive and sometimes in a challenging way. So having a meditation practice, working with your breath for the month of November is fantastic to have in your toolbox as you move into the holiday season. So your meditation practice, how to know if and when to throw in the towel or the yoga mat, I guess, because your time is valuable and there is so much right now that is vying for your time that you want to know when you are putting in time and effort into a particular technique what the benefits are and that it's moving you forward in whatever way you want to move forward. So think about meditation as something that is not an all or nothing approach. And to perhaps broaden your definition or your thoughts around meditation, your understanding of meditation, your experience with meditation, 
what you might have noticed as you've been moving through your day, the different entry points for meditation in your day. And that actually brings me to another question. What is the difference between mindfulness and meditation? Because some of you might be saying, I'm not really wanting to put a formal meditation practice in, but I'm fine with bringing mindfulness into my day. And so what does that mean? Now, I can only respond to that from my definition, my experience, and my feelings around mindfulness. And mindfulness to me is something that arises, that it kind of washes over me in the moment, sometimes even sneaks up on me, sometimes comforts me, and very often just makes me feel good, kind of that warm and and fuzzy all over. Meditation, to me, is more of a formal, structured practice that we may sit um, with a straight spine. You have an intention, perhaps, to follow your breath for a certain period of time, whether or not you're setting a timer, which, again, I'm a big fan of. But it is also described as a ancient practice, a structured practice. And in mindfulness meditation, we are following the breath. And there are formal structured practices around walking meditations. And if you look in my playlist, I have a walking meditation that is a meditation that we are following the gate or our gate. We say to ourselves as we are walking, we are lifting our foot, it's swinging through and it's planting. So it's a lift, swing, plant. And those three words actually become the focus of your meditation. It's the repetition. It's the slowness of the walking meditation. So you can do this in a very small area where I learned it was in a parking lot from a meditation teacher years ago. And sometimes you're doing this around a meditation circle or a labyrinth. You're going around and around. And so you don't have to think about traffic can think about how to manage the movement of your leg, the words ends up being the meditation practice. So it is very meditative. It is a challenge though to to do this, but it is worth the effort. The other type of walking meditation might be where you are combining your meditation with mindfulness. And that is you're heading out into nature or you're just heading outside. And as you're walking, you are drawing in all of the sights and sounds and aromas around you. So engaging all of your senses. And this is fantastic in fall because you have Uh, Certainly in Northern Ontario here, we have some wood stoves starting. We have the colors from the leaves. We have all kinds of different wonderful other aromas as well. So it is a fantastic time for a walking meditation where you are totally in the present moment with all of your senses and everything around you. 
So that can be considered a meditation practice for sure. So you don't have to be seated cross-legged on the floor. You could be walking. I have had people say to me that they go into a meditative state when they are painting or singing or writing or quilting or knitting. And I would say that always if you are doing an activity and it feels very meditative to you, it feels very relaxing. And I bet if you had your blood pressure monitored and your heart rate, they would both be low and slow. That is meditation. Now, I will say that some people would describe that also as a flow state. And it is interesting when you do research around what flow states are. I think they cross over very nicely, I think, because you can be in a flow state as you are meditating. So regardless of the activity that you're doing, if the outcome is to feel good, to feel relaxed, and your experience in the activity is very focused and you feel very clear, then I would say whether it's meditation or mindfulness or it's a flow state, it's worth integrating into your day for sure. The other aspect um, I'm going to say of mindfulness is even in a seated meditation practice, you can do a mindfulness meditation and actually that's what I love to do. And in a mindfulness meditation, you are focusing on your breath. Every, let's say, characteristic or component of your breath, the temperature of your breath, where your breath is in your body, the tempo, the rhythm, all of the different aspects of your breath. And as you focus on this, I would say for myself personally, my breath slows, my heart rate slows, it feels often very relaxing. And then what will happen throughout even a, a short meditation is my attention will leave my breath and it will be drawn to a thought. And that thought will be sometimes a future thought of what I'm doing after the meditation or what I'm doing on the weekend or next week, or it will be a thought of the past going over a conversation perhaps that I had yesterday or that morning. And so when during a mindfulness meditation, when you notice your attention being drawn away to thoughts, Okay, or sometimes it's sensations in the body, a little you know, itch at your, at your knee. Sometimes it's an emotion. You're feeling something. You're not entirely sure what it is. And again, we're going to explore that more in other episodes that very often the feelings and the emotions that we have are um, definitely the feelings for sure are related to a thought. And so the practice in mindfulness meditation is to bring your attention back to your breath. And if you have to do that, a hundred times in a five minute meditation, that's okay. That's your meditation. And so this is described as a mindfulness meditation. So I would say it is a combination of a structured, there's an intention set of watching and feeling your breath and you're doing it for a certain amount of time. Now again, mindfulness to me as well does not have to be structured. It can arise in the moment during the day and there's a couple of experiences and I'm sure when, when all of you think back and very often it is thinking back, but once you start 
let's say noticing mindfulness in your day, you will have more experiences for sure. But for me in thinking back, my thinking back actually just goes to yesterday, <laughs> believe it or not. And that was when I was putting a uh, some camping equipment away because it was going to rain. And so we had the tent in the backyard and it wasn't actually me camping. It was my, my son camping with friends. And so had the tent in the back, airing it out, drying it out. And I was just going to zip it up and the sides up because um, just in case I had to run, just in case it was going to rain, <laughs> then it would have to dry out again, but at least it wouldn't be wet inside. I had a moment of mindfulness when I zipped, started to zip up the door on the tent. That sound, just catapulted me back to camping experiences in the in the summer so we always went at least once or twice a year in the summer with the family and that sound i was so in that moment of that sound now this is the interesting thing as well as people say um, or there's discussion around when you're thinking back on a memory are you actually in the present moment and I would say there are opportunities, and this is an example of when I was in the present moment in my backyard yesterday, and I was zipping up that tent, but the intensity of the memory, and some of you will have this, of three o'clock in the morning when you are having to go outside the tent, because you have to go to the bathroom, and you are moving across a, uh, a few people, let's say your family is in the tent and across a air mattress and you are apologizing and you're trying to be really, really quiet and perhaps whispering even a little bit, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then you get to the zipper and then you cannot make it quiet. It's just that sound of the tent zipper going up and if you're in the tent and somebody's gone outside, you cannot go back to sleep because you know you're gonna hear it again and people are gonna, and someone's gonna step on you again. That feeling, that memory was so, so intense. It was a happy memory. It made me, it made me laugh and it made me realize I had no idea that that sound of the, of the tent zipper was so intense for me. And I could smell, let's say, the campfire smoke on some of the stuff that, you know, we were putting away. But the campfire, I smell smoke in different ways in, let's say, in and around the community and at the cottage. And so that did not have the impact as the single sound of zipping up a the door of a tent. And in that moment, I was relaxed. I was probably smiling. And it made me just really, really curious. And even then, even though I should say it was a past memory, I was very, very, very present with that. And it stayed with me. It stayed with me for kind of the rest of the morning. And even as I'm sharing this episode with you today, um, it has stayed with me. And so that concept of savoring, Okay, savoring these experiences and being in the present moment with a past memory. It's very, very cool. 
But those to me are the little mindfulness um, snippets that arise during the day. And the more we notice them as mindfulness, I think the more they happen. And in that moment, any kind of stress hormones, any kind of cortisol, any kind of you know stuff going on, it's a distraction as well. So it just makes you calm. So when you think about your sleep later that day, when you think about perhaps something is going on in your life that is stressful, and then you have more of these little mindfulness uh, situations, this is what I think is just really helpful for our wellness. I'm going to leave you with one other example of mindfulness, and this is more in the moment. So it's not a past memory. Although when I think about it, again, it has a very positive effect on my health and my wellness. And that was coming out of when I was in a cast and splint for six weeks when I had injured my thumb skiing. I wasn't able to wash dishes for, and it might've been eight weeks actually, it was six to eight weeks. And that first time that I had my hands out of a cast and out of the splints, and I was able to put my hands hands in warm soapy water and wash the dishes. I was so intense in that mindfulness. It was unbelievable. Gratitude flowed over me for my ability to be able to wash these dishes. The smell, I had a lavender dish soap and I was so immersed in washing those dishes. Grateful, overwhelmed, and I remember thinking back, this is what they mean when they say even be in the present moment when you're washing dishes. I have to tell you the truth. I had heard that often and I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to be really, really present and in the moment washing dishes. And then sure enough, here I was. Now the thing that I was curious about after this was, if I hadn't heard other, let's say, meditation gurus talking about mindfulness and using the example of just be mindful when you're washing your dishes, maybe I wouldn't have had that experience. But regardless, however it happened, I will never forget it. I still will have that that sense sometimes. It has to be a few things kind of lined up though in terms of washing the dishes, it, I, you know, not being rushed. They're probably the right amount of bubbles and the right amount of, uh, of dish soap. But all of these opportunities, for me, this is mindfulness. It can happen in nature. It can happen while you're washing dishes. It can happen when you're knitting. And when you notice it, when you savor it, when you stay with it a little bit longer, I think you will receive more benefits and you will have more opportunities of mindfulness. So all this to say that when you ask the question, should I throw in the towel? I would say just be open, still be open right now. And some of you know for sure you love your formal uh, meditation practice, you like to do it on a daily basis, and you're good to go. For others, you might be thinking, okay, I hear you, I hear what you're saying, Lori. <laughs> I'm going to be open to this, I'm going to be open to the mindfulness. 
So that's what I'm going to suggest as you move forward into the months of September and October and know that we're going to come back to this in November again. And so notice those little snippets of mindfulness as you move through the day. I find when you get into your vehicle and you sit in your seat and you just let yourself sit down for a moment and take a breath, that's, that's an opportunity for mindfulness. Every time you get a chance to be in nature, that's an opportunity. Any chance that you are um, just being able to bring your attention to your breath for a moment or two, that is a snippet of mindfulness. Now, the one thing I might throw out there as well, if you can, is to perhaps set a goal of once a week for a formal sit-down meditation and again doesn't have to be on the floor but a straight spine following your breath setting a timer because I'm still exploring this and I'm still playing with this but I think in my life that having the formal meditation practice as my kind of anchor makes this mindfulness as I move through the day it just makes more opportunities arise and if um, let's say a lot of you know mindfulness hasn't happened during during the week or it's been a really really tough week then I've got that formal practice to be able to anchor and reset and so that would be my suggestion be open to the, the mindfulness that happens as you move through the day, connecting to your breath and noticing, setting perhaps one day of a formal practice. And that formal practice could be, I'd love you to, to join me for sure. I'd love you to join me at 7 a.m. Friday mornings or watch the recording. But it can also be you have a favorite app, whether or not you're listening in the morning or uh, or the evening so that you are connecting to a to a formal practice and we're going to be talking about some different practices such as mantra meditation in the month of November as well so it is just a time to explore and um, to experience different types of practices and know that you don't have to call something anything really it's an experience and the more of these little experiences we have during the day I just think it makes for a better day so again that um, those links will be in the show notes for my YouTube channel and for my Facebook page. And this brings us to the end of today's episode. So I wanna end it in a little bit of a different way today. And I'd love to hear your feedback on this as well. So wherever you are now, you could be walking, you could be driving, so you may be visualizing this, but if you are sitting, I'd like you to put your right hand on your heart, your left hand, on your abdomen and then inhale softly through your nose just enough to feel your breath and then exhale out through your mouth with a nice long relaxing exhale you can actually hear your breath if you like with a And then you can repeat after me, okay, or just listen as your hands rest and you breathe. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be 
right here, right now, doing what I'm supposed to be doing, being who I am supposed to be being in this chapter of my life. Now slide your right hand over the top of your left shoulder, your left hand around to give yourself a little hug, a little squeeze. Inhale softly. Exhale long. Let your arms release and rest by your side. And just savor this moment. Enjoy it. And then when you're ready, just head out in to the rest of this awesome day. So thank you so much for listening in today. And remember, keep being you because nobody else does you better than you. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years. Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.